Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Love is Blind Rehap Up. I am Asia, and I'm back this week to talk about episode six through nine of season two of Love is Blind. And of course, I'm here with my awesome co-host, Mary. Mary, how are you doing? I'm doing so great. I'm so excited to talk about these episodes. This is my favorite part of the show based on season one. The okay, you guys have, you know, fallen in love in the pods. Now can you make it in the real world? And that's where everybody's tested. So I'm really excited to talk about that. Yes. It's it it it, it I don't know if it's just me, but it feels like it flew by. Like how are we already? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we are not here alone this week. We have two awesome guests. Uh, the first guest we have is somebody ha- who I I get to talk to weekly uh, these days. Uh, we we have a great time talking about the other show that is on the Love at First Sight feed. We have the incredible Jason Reed. Jason, how are you doing? Asia, I'm good. Uh, it's good to good to hear you. Uh, Mary, I want to talk to you over to the side for a second, um, if you if you don't mind. Um, so you know, I know that you and Asia got this. Uh, this quote, yeah, yeah, we'll just go right over this, here. This, I'll, yeah, I'll right watch out here. for Asia's eyes. Yeah, yeah. This is this is quote unquote podcast y'all got. But I mean, if it doesn't work out with Asia, like I have a great you know podcast I can set you up with. So just let me know if you guys have any problems. Okay. I mean, I feel like I'm I'm a, I was Asia's number one, and then you kind of swooped in. And you took it. I mean, but I'm just if it doesn't work out on this quote unquote podcast, this fake ass. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean that. I didn't mean to say that. But uh, if it doesn't work out, I got somebody for you. Okay. Well, I'll keep that in mind. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so glad to have you, Jason. Um, and then we have another guest with us today. Somebody who I'm podcasting with for the first time. So I'm very excited. Mr. Silent Podcast himself. Isaiah, Isaiah, how are you doing? Good. I feel like I'm almost like a fourth wheel over here with uh, all this <laughs> connections going on. Um, but no, I'm, I'm very excited to be here. Um, I've podcasted with Mary once, um, but I haven't podcasted with Asia or Jason before. So this is exciting. Love is Blind is a messy show. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get started, Asia. <laughs> right. It's, it is a mess. Uh, I mean, I feel like that's the only word you can use to describe it. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Um, but we have so much to discuss. Um, but before we hop into it, overall thoughts, what, what are you thinking about this season? I mean, we only have one episode left. 
uh, being the finale. So, Jason, what are your overall thoughts about this season, especially compared to season one? I mean, season one, I felt like was a runaway train throughout the whole season. Whereas this season, I feel like episodes one through probably six were really good. And seven and eight were a little, little downtrodden. But then I think we're picking it back up with nine and this and this ending on this uh, on this pivotal moment for Nick and Danielle. Yeah, so I'm playing it for the most part. Nice. What about you, Isaiah? Yeah, I mean, um, I, I feel like even though last season's uh, group was all over the place, just like the seasons, um, I do feel like I had at least like, all right, Lauren and Cameron, obviously everyone loves them. Who doesn't love those two? So, you know, you had someone to root for. Um, where this, um, I felt like I'm almost like walking to like a doomsday, right? Where I'm like, ooh, <laughs> like, are these people really going to last? Like, I, am I wasting my time? I'm like, you know what? I'm here for the mess. I'm not really here for the success story. Um, so, you know, we're going to see how they, they last next week, but like, oof, it's looking messy. It's not looking too good so far. Here for the mess, not for the success. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's the hashtag for this season. So I do want to know up front for both of you, whether it be going into the this drop or now that you've seen the whole thing, who are you rooting for? Like, do you have one team that is the the couple you really want this to work out for? <laughs> uh, see, not really. Like, I, I don't think any of them have a good future. Um, like, if I, if see, there's like a lot of like, all right, half of this looks good, and the other half, I'm like, what is going on? Like, Shake and DP, for example, I'm like, I can see something there, but like, Shake makes me worried a lot when I see some of his views. And then even like Mallory and Sal, I'm like, all right, maybe this could work out. And then I'm like, oh, there's a lot of doubts going on all over the place. So it's like a lot of doubts. Um, I mean, look, if Jared and Ayana can get their act together, that would be cool. But like, I'm another one. I just don't know. So I don't know. How about you, Jason? Yeah, I would, I would say I'm team, uh, Jared and Ayana just cause. They, I guess they seem like the couple that has the best shot because we have seen really no big hiccups for them. But it's in terms of the other five or other, how many is it now? Other four? Five now. Yeah. 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 Cool. So with the, of the other four, I don't have high hopes for really any of, of the other four. <laughs> I can't wait to get into that because I totally disagree with you about Jared and Ayana. Uh-oh. <laughs> Y'all get a taste of the mass podcast on this one. <laughs> Yeah, so before we dive into all of our thoughts about all of these couples, um, be sure to subscribe to the Love at First Sight feed. That's where you can get all your Love is Blind content and Married at First Sight. So please subscribe and then leave a rating or review. Leave us a five-star rating. Tell us what you like about the show. Tell us what you like about us podcasting about it. So then there could be potential for more content in the future. So please go to robhasawebsite.com slash first sight feed and subscribe, rate, and review. All right. So I say we start with a couple who I'm so glad. I feel like couple, I have to put in big quotes. Right? <laughs> big quotes. I'm so glad we only saw them on episode five because honestly, that's all I can handle. But that's none other than Shayna and Kyle. Mess. What? Mess, mess, yeah. mess. <laughs> yes. Did either one of y'all, like with Shayna, are there any positive traits? I mean, like, what was going on here? Like, uh, I, I don't know. They knew from the moment. 
I, I, well, all right. I don't know about Kyle, but Shana knew from the moment that she got proposed to that she should have said no. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why she really said yes. I mean, maybe she wanted that screen time check. Um, but I'm just like, this was doomed from the start. Uh, I don't know if anyone else felt that way. Um, I'm a little, I'm a little mad that because at the end of like episode six, I was like, oh, here it comes. Shana gonna be like big and big interfering into Shane into Shane and Allie's relationship. But then we didn't see her again. I'm, I want my 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 big villain. And I feel yeah. like we got we got rid of her, and she's never seen it again. Like I feel like at the end of her arc, she was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my I'm gonna do what I feel is right." So I feel like she was gonna try and go for Shane, but we got <laughs> nothing else from her. I feel um, like okay, yeah, I feel like um, Shayna, she in any positive I thoughts I had on her in the first several episodes, I completely lost by yes. the end of episode six, <laughs> and it it didn't go where I thought it was going to. And I hate to say this. But I feel like we probably didn't see something that had to do with Shane kind of like calling her out for the way he's going to talk to her at the end of the episode. Because knowing how much Shane likes positive affirmation and hyping up his relationship, I don't think he took well <laughs> to Shane's <laughs> yeah, critique. It, it kind of felt like uh, Shane may have tried to like interfere, but then Shane kind of put the kibosh on. He's like, no, I'm not even going to talk to you. Like, we're, mm-hmm. we're just done. And so her time on the show was just done because he, would, he yeah. wouldn't go for it. I mean, honestly, I was surprised. Shane caught me off guard. I am not going to lie. That was not what I expected him to do by any means. I thought Shane was going to see Shayna and she was going to be his type and he's going to be overjoyed and be conflicted. He said, "Uh -uh, Natalie is my woman and I am going to stick beside her and I'm not going to allow this uh, vitriol that's coming out of your mouth. (laughs) And, you know, I'm. And just also to bring Kyle into the fray a little bit as well. I feel like, um, first of all, I mean, I, I, I guess there's almost like a, a little bit of blind optimism here, hoping that this was going to work out. I mean, he was very transparent with how he felt, but it's like, bro, come on. If I'm like, Kyle, I would have walked out of that meeting with, with yeah. uh, Shana's parents. Like, oh yeah, no, this, this was going to work yeah. at all. Like, <laughs> like, he's just like, oh, ready to move in? It's like, oh. Right. Let's talk about that. What was this? Why would she even take him to meet her parents? Like, I was so confused because it's like you you already said your heart is with Shane. What was the mm-hmm. reason? Why did you feel that you needed this backup? Like, oh, yeah, you're right. You're you should be done. My oh. hunch is either it was just producers telling her she needed to do it or maybe she was hoping that if her parents were like, no, you're not right. And, and that they could kind of do her dirty work for her. Yeah, she kind of used sure. it as a cop out a little bit. Yeah, when she was talking to to Shane, she was like, "Oh yeah, when my dad, when my dad kept saying, why are you bringing up uh, Shane all the time?'" <laughs> and my mom, I saw her mom's face, and I was like, "Nope, this is over." I felt like she was kind of using that as like a cop out a little. Bit. <laughs> like if you if you look at season one, um, Shane reminds me of a lot of Jessica, right? Yeah, of and yeah. if yeah. you remember the whole family and friend visit, um, Jessica was hoping like her friends was like, "Ah, oh, don't don't go with this guy," so she can have like an out. But her friend said, "Yeah, you should go with it." And she was like, "Well, okay." <laughs> like this time, I think Shana got exactly what she wanted. Where her family was like, "This ain't gonna work," and she was like, "Oh, my parents don't like you," and uh, you know, maybe you gotta go. So, um. I think she just was looking for a way out, like you guys are saying, and she just didn't want to have to say it herself. Yeah, I feel like we got so gypped uh, about seeing Kyle. Like, I feel like we didn't we we didn't get to see who Kyle really was because something that stood out to me was him saying like, "Oh yeah, moms love me." If anything, they're like, "Is is this guy a murderer?" <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I just feel like he's quirky and we couldn't see anything because he's just like trying to fight for this relationship. 
he is the classic case of like oh bless his heart like he yes. doesn't he is not picking up he's just got on this, what like, the world is telling him he's got this dumb yeah. smile plastic on his face all the time it's like yeah. are you okay like do you see what's going on around you like she does not watch you you're just all even after they broke up he was like had this smile on his face like okay are you okay <laughs> it's a it's a defense mechanism maybe protect his heart I, you know, they try, though, because I love the way they edit it, where he's like, I think that we should move in together before we get married. And she's like, bro, we're not. I can't marry you. <laughs> this isn't yeah. happening. I'm like, nice try. Like, I thought we were on the same page. Yes. It's like, can somebody catch Kyle up? Like, everyone else understands. I, I feel like walking out of that house, Shayna's family knew very well that was the last time they were ever seeing that man. Because they're like, that was that crashed and burned. I mean, at every point, like them saying godly, he's like, what's that? And then then just the the bring that bringing up the religion conversation and her mom saying, well, I don't really have to worry about, you know, where they go when they die. That's why I believe basically it was was definitely giving off cult like to me, like in that house, like (laughs) and then like, like, I just want to we just want to make sure it's here now. You're you're American. You're <laughs> yes. godly. I'm like, ooh, like, where were you on January sixth of last year? <laughs> I, I thought it was so interesting that he he wasn't even like pretending to be like, yeah, yeah, I, I plan to I plan to change and convert. Instead, yeah. he was just like, yep. I mean, uh, when we die, our bodies are going to be in the ground. <laughs> yes. It's so it's so interesting because it, it sparks a conversation of just like, you know, people who have faith of any kind, they typically are or for, for the most part are typically looking for someone of a similar faith or a faith in general. And then if it's just, if it's someone who doesn't believe at all, it's like, mm, that's not really that important to me. So why does it matter? And so I feel like unless you have had an initial conversation and can get on the same page that either it matters to you both or it doesn't matter to you both. Then you move forward. They had no business walking out of the pods hand in hand. I mean, they barely did that. It, it's just like it, this is such. I mean, it's such an important topic in a relationship to certain people. And if it matters to you, then and if it doesn't matter to the other person, you can keep it moving. Well, Kyle kind of said as much. Well, you know, when they were breaking up, he's like, you know, if I didn't realize this would be so big for you because you didn't tell me that it was going to be this big for you. Like he, like he, I, like I was lied to. I felt like you weren't being truthful. I'm, I'm like, hello, like, all right. So, I mean, first of all, how many signs do you need to take? She didn't want to stay at the resort with you. Um, she didn't <laughs> want to live with you. You guys didn't even meet up. I'm, I'm actually a little curious how much contact they actually had, um, off cameras because, like, he really genuinely felt blindsided. But I'm like, really? Like, like, right. I don't think that she really wanted to be with you. Um, it felt a little strange in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, because it's like, okay, I do understand that this was an issue for her, but I, I, if she got with Shane and Shane said, mm, no, I don't really go to church. You know, I grew up a certain way, but I don't really believe right now. She's like, okay, we can figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> I think definitely would have been a different conversation. Yeah. But the fact that she already didn't like him, she could lean on this as an excuse. Mm-hmm. That was a done deal. Yeah, it was, was- definitely a... Uh, Jessica using the 10 year age gap excuse as the whole thing I mean I do think that like if you're extremely religious that that is probably a big enough deal breaker I do think that's the case if the other person especially is atheist but Mm -hmm. 
But also, like, he's right when he says, then you shouldn't have agreed to it in the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, he finally expressed that anger that I thought he should have had when she left Mexico, but that didn't spark anything. And so I was like, oh, okay, Kyle can defend himself and be, because he was pissed. Yeah, I think he pissed himself off, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah. (laughs) Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. So ultimately, go ahead, Mary. Yeah, I was going to say, ultimately, they break up. We never see Kyle again. (laughs) Right. Poor guy. Poor Kyle. Never met his family. Oh, well. Um, And then we we have like a a party that's going to happen, I don't know, uh, to the city. And and they're all in Chicago this time, it looks like. Is that right? Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I know in the first season, everybody was in Atlanta. Yeah. So they're all in Chicago. And there's this party where Shayna's finally going to talk to um, Shane. And uh, she talks. She talks with Nick first, and Nick's really just an instigator here. Yes. Like yeah, he did the whole thing of the season for sure. Right. Yeah. He, he tried to get Jarrett and Mallory to talk, and now he's doing this. And I really don't think anyone is giving Natalie enough credit here. They're all like, "Oh, why is she making eyes? Why is she upset with this?" Like, like she might be upset and comfortable with the fact that Shayna is trying to get her man. Like, exactly. you know, I, I, I yeah. did. I was kind of on Natalie's side here. Like. That, that's rough. Um, but but yeah, so Isaiah, do you want to explain what it sounds like the whole phone call situation was? Because that's really what started everything. Yeah, it, it seemed that um, Sheena was going to contact Natalie and they were doing quote unquote small talk. I, I Honestly, I feel like <laughs> this is like a call that pr- the producers probably set up because I mean, they didn't really have like a crazy like friendship or anything. I think this whole situation's like production. Um, <laughs> but they, they were on the phone or whatever and, and basically uh, Shayna alluded to something about like, oh, if uh, you and Shane don't work out, like I have a friend I can set you up with. Ha ha ha. And, I, you know, I don't think Natalie liked that. Um, so, I mean, I wouldn't like that. I'm like, what? So, yeah, you know, Shayna, you know what? Shayna should be on uh, like Big Brother Survivor or something. Like, I don't think this is the type of show for her. Um, but <laughs> what do you think? She's like a strategic queen? Not strategic, but I think she's a manipulator. Like, okay. she's trying to plant seeds. She's already been telling Shane in the pods that, oh, Natalie gossips about you. And so she's trying mm-hmm. to set something up. So I, I did not like that. And I think it showed her true colors. And I was actually kind of surprised in the sit down with Shane and Shayna that Natalie had told, I guess I didn't really, I didn't really realize that Natalie would have gone straight to Shane to tell him about this because she's like, obviously I'm caught off guard. And so I was like, I did not think that's where the conversation was going when they were talking to each other. See, this is something that I was confused about because Shayna argues two points. Point one, I can't believe Natalie told you about my phone call. And point two, wait, you and Natalie don't communicate enough to even know what my phone call was about? (laughs) She argues both. And I think it's like, look, I know they've only known each other for a short time. They're living together. They're technically engaged. I think it's completely right that that uh, Natalie would tell Shane about this phone call. Like, hey, this girl is trying to, you know, get between us. And Shayna does the classic dating show mistake of instead of trying to hype herself up and tell Shane why she's so great, she decides to just spend the rest of the time um, 
talking about how bad Natalie is and not even like here's negative things about Natalie. Here's negative things about your relationship. And so putting like some onus on him of being like, you made these decisions that are bad. So be with me. (laughs) Yeah, she just she went into this thinking, oh, we're about to just flirt back and forth. And then when it didn't go where she wanted, oh, she flipped the script. She became just like wouldn't let him talk. She was the worst kind of person in an argument that just doesn't listen to what you say. They may grab something you say and try to flip it like anything he said she was just turning it back on him and I was just like how is Shane not so frustrated right now I would be livid because she's turning it around that she's mad at him for even thinking that his relationship is valid in any way um I was just I I I didn't know what to think and I I all I was was really impressed with Shane because I did not expect him to to have this approach. I thought he was just going to give in and not mention anything about, you know, how he does respect him and Natalie's relationship. But what did you take away from it, Jason? I thought it was interesting how, how Shane was like kind of egging her on up like, no, go ahead and say it. You want to say something? Go ahead and say it. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that made her like come all the way out and, and really show her butt throughout this whole conversation. And, yeah. you know, Shana in the beginning, before she went over to Shane, was like, and Nick too, because Nick asked uh, Shane and Natalie, like, so what do you guys talk about? And then he's like, well, I don't really want to talk about it. And then Shayna comes over. He's like, I want to know what they talk about. Like, why? Why is it any of your right. business? Why is that any like any concern of yours? And then she so she just kind of goes over there with what she thinks is like this opinion of of Shane and Natalie's relationship, and just kind of blurs it all out to Shane. And Shane's like, I don't, I don't know what you're doing. Like, why would you even call my fiance to say this stupid stuff like that? That at that moment he was he wasn't going to entertain her anymore. Yeah. I just remember from that <laughs> Shane. He's like, well, 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 "Say it, uh, yeah, well, say it." It was. It was at that moment I realized I didn't have my cap, my closed caption on. <laughs> I was like, "I have no idea what this man just said." <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I thought this whole event was just wild, and in general, I'm like, "Oh, okay, they're meeting up with the people who didn't get in relationship." So yeah, that, that Jarrett set up. Quote yeah, unquote. like, they, they, no, like y'all brought. These are a bunch of people that didn't even get the good background people who had like lines. Like I was like, I don't recognize any of these people. The only person you brought wanted to bring back was Shayna, and you had a very big um portion. Of, you had a reason, but and then I mean, I just want to talk about Nick. Like Nick is very annoyed to me. I'm going to save him for for his mm-hmm. section, but he is such an instigator. Because what you have enough problems in your relationship. Why are you gossiping with someone that you know is into Shane trying to start drama? Like I did not like that. Um I, I just this is just a very shady event all around. Yeah. Yeah, it was very producer heavy. It was very um <laughs> yeah. Barnett's birthday from season yeah. one with yeah. all of that. I, I'm glad that we like wrapped it up quickly because it really seems like Shane's just kind of like nope you know like I, w- mm-hmm. I want you to come out and say it so that we can wrap this up and be done with it but um, like, like I was really I was giving him claps when when she said like oh I'm gonna pull Natalie over here so that we can call her out and he's like you know I, I really wouldn't like you to call yeah. her out actually <laughs> I, I want to call her out like who how old are you are you like well yeah. like, yeah. I want to call what her out what do you think you're on I'm gonna call a house <laughs> meeting right now <laughs> right now house meeting <laughs> Switch shows. Big brother. They're looking for people. True. It was just ridiculous. I mean, the fact that she said their relationship, if they, if he thinks that they are compatible, that it's comical. I was just like, okay. I mean, what, what do you, what's your goal here? Because the worst part is if it doesn't work out with Shane and Natalie, you know that Shane is going to 
the person on the reunion show who's like, see, I told you, I knew it all along. Mm-hmm. I said time reveals all truths. Yeah, exactly. Here we go. I'm just glad we closed the door on this relationship. I'm glad we closed the door on Shayna, at, at least for now. <laughs> you not. wanted her to keep. I going. want more. I want to like when she, when when Shane and Natalie meet like Shane's mother. I want to Shane just come out of the woodwork like, hey, I'm here too, guys. Like, <laughs> I need I need a little more drama. Like that's what I needed. But uh, I just I just I just want Natalie to be happy so bad. That if yeah. Shayna being out of the picture will do it, I will sacrifice that little piece of entertainment. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anything else on Shane and Ky- Shayna and Kyle? Bye. <laughs> Congratulations, Kyle. Shayna got you out of a relationship, out of a situation that you should have been out of, but yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, you deserve more. Um, I hope you find what you're looking for. It's not Shayna. Please no. move on. Nice try. Yeah. Um, yeah. But let's let's continue on with the other half of this love triangle and talk about Shane and Natalie. Um, I really hate to say that by the end of this set of episodes, like Shane was growing on me. Not as a mm-hmm. person. Like, I don't want to. I would not want to date Shane. I get that. Yeah. But like th- I kind of understood where he was coming from in some instances because it seems like his method is like joke about something and then open up and explain why the thing he was joking about was so important to him. Yes. We see that in the conversation about the um, like fountain of old fashions, which is definitely not a thing that exists, but okay. (laughs) Um, Because he's like, says this really goofy thing and then he's like, yeah, but well, you know, it was like really important to my dad and he's not here and so I want to like feel like my dad's included in our wedding. And I'm like, okay, well, if you had opened with that, then this would make way more sense. But um, yeah. I was yeah. looking for an expla- explanation like that about the tux cape. Yeah, I'm sure there uh, was just one. Cool Asia. That's all it is. <laughs> I still don't really know what he's talking about. <laughs> like, I looked it up. I can't find exactly what he's saying. Like, does he, he just, just mean like a costume from a like a tux? Because nah, she said like this is a I think it's literally a cape that like Matt yeah. wears. Like, I'd be down with that. <laughs> you know? Okay. Okay. I'm looking at pictures. I think it's not as bad as we're all thinking, but it doesn't scream wedding to me. It screams mm-hmm. like interesting costume party. Right? Oh boy. Or Bridgerton, like Or Bridgerton. <laughs> or like Count Dracula or something. It's very it's very like Dracula. <laughs> right, right. Um so yeah, they they're like they're all settled in and I mean they came out of Mexico thinking things went really well. And so then when they I thought it was interesting that you know we learned a little bit more about them at her apartment so isaiah what did you think about how you know she loved her apartment and he but so she loved her apartment but made the comment to him that like oh he'd be too big for this we need to buy a place what do you think about that justification um i mean she's a small person he's a big guy so i mean <laughs> I, I mean that's fair um the thing with Shane, he thinks a little bit, a little too much into his mind about things. So, um, I, I didn't really expect this to really go anywhere, but like this couple has proven time and time again that like, uh, small things can turn to semi big problems almost. I don't know. But, um, I mean, I, I think regardless, their, their connection seems probably like the most solid enough to the point where like they, they would kind of like get over whatever hurdle this was. I kind of came at this interaction kind of, I don't know, 
I, so I'm, I feel similar to you, Mary, where I, di- I was a little bit higher on them by the end of this batch of episodes. However, I do feel like, especially with how they were interacting, he's asking, like, what's your shower song? And it's just like random <laughs> stuff, right? I feel like he's mirroring her. And I feel like he may, be do, he, he may do that in any relationship. But I feel like Shane is the kind of guy that he's going to present a positive self no matter what. You know, may, he may not be happy with the person or whatever, but he's just an overall positive guy. So I started to really question, like, what is it about Natalie specifically that Shane loves? Yeah, I feel like it was more their relationship is more tell than show. Like they're telling us like, oh, yeah, we're perfect for each other. And I'm still wondering, like, but why? Like you can't you haven't really explained that to me very well. I'm assuming there's a lot we don't see. And I think what I had to kind of figure out by the end of it was, I think there's a lot of moments that on TV seem like, oh, these are cringy. They're like when they were talking about the shower songs, like they seem to have really weird facial reactions to each other. And then by the end of the the batch, I was thinking maybe they're just both kind of goofy, awkward people. And that's just like how they react. And I, I completely see what you're saying though, of like, I'm not sure why the two of them and why like what is it about each other that they have not been able to find in someone else i don't mm-hmm. know um but yeah by the end of her conversation about finances it's really interesting because she comes away with this impression that like yeah you know what it may just be like my family i may be like my mom i may be the the financial stability and he's going to be the risk taker and i'm okay with that and you know like she seems to really have this like very put together life but like crave someone to come in and like bulldoze through it i don't know why i like that shane doesn't believe in 401ks as if they are he's like i'm sorry we can't just have a normal life and buying a house and having 401ks why not why can't you like sorry, i was why? so i was like how is that a normal life like is that the norm i feel like yeah. yes that's a, a good path right but it's just like for him to say like ah that's just like what everyone does so we'll do something different is it <laughs> He's a free thinker. He's a a free thinker who spends two thousand dollars on food every month. (laughs) Is he go? He must be going out to eat or something like every day. Every every meal, it has to be like that's a lunch and dinner. Every meal, yeah, lunch and dinner. (laughs) Maybe even breakfast. He's not. He's not making any stir fry. That's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Right. To to add on to that though, Mary, I do think that uh, when you said, I wonder why they can't find people like each other um, in real life. I mean, Natalie gives off the vibe that she's more like introverted to herself, doesn't really like approach people too much. I don't know. That's speculation. And then based off of Shane, I mean, going by the pods, he goes. He seems like he goes after the uh, the Shana type um, a little too much. So that's also could be a bad judgment um, with who he picks, just based off of like things like that. So I don't know. True. It seems like a lot of the theme of this season is people getting together who recognize that the type of people they normally date isn't working out. And so they're Mm -hmm. seeking out something different. We see that with Natalie and Shane. We see that with Deep D and Shake. And we see that with um, Ayana and Jarrett, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like, but it's what they don't understand is that even it's not just one plus one equals two. It's not, oh, this is different from what I usually go for. So this is going to work. (laughs) There's so many different types of people out there. 
See, I think a lot of these people came in here trying to be Lauren and Cameron. Yes. And they're trying to emulate that. It's like, no, you need to follow your own journey. Stop trying to be like, stop trying to be someone else. Be yourself. That's yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a lesson. Everybody, listen, Isaiah, be yourself. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was glad that they kind of um they after the Shayna and Shane conversation, he was completely honest about her thinking that their relationship was a fraud. And so I thought that that was a very good sign. I was like, that's when I was like, okay, Shane's not too bad. He was like, I don't think we're a fraud. Do you think we're a fraud? Like, no, no, I don't think we're a fraud. (laughs) Yeah, I think we're a fraud. (laughs) Yeah, and then Shayna calls up and is like, I can't believe you told your fiance (laughs) the conversation. (laughs) Like, no. get out of here yeah i you know, i like them they're both like i think we're i think we're okay so i mean what does she know right <laughs> and yeah um so then they we kind of already talked about it but they, they they're talking about the wedding and my main question here is it seems like this season based on the previews the weddings are a little bit more customized yeah but like do they really get to pick like the food at the wedding and stuff? Like, I, I always kind of got the feeling that these were like sort of fake weddings, like, like real, <laughs> yeah. but then like that they would probably do another one. I mean, the, the ones from season one were all just in like a, a big building. These are, at least are, are outside and stuff. But yeah, like, is, is he going to be, is, is there a reception? Like, is he allowed to have like a kid's buffet of like cheese nibs or whatever it was he wanted? Right. Like, th- like, okay, Jason, as the resident, a married person on this panel. Could you imagine planning a wedding in three weeks? No, not at all. It took us <laughs> about three months to plan ours. And, uh, you know, it's, no, I, I feel like the show provides you the ceremony. Like, the show's like, okay, we'll, we'll split it with you. We'll do, we'll do the ceremony. You guys do your own reception or whatever. We're not going to tape that. We're only going to do the wedding. <laughs> yeah, they're like, that's not important. Because it's like, okay, the differences they have, the cheese curds versus her whole family's lactose and intolerant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the fact that, you know, he his family is from Wisconsin. And so all they do is drink. She's like, oh, my family doesn't really drink. He's like, oh, well, this is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're good for you. Yeah. So it's like they could make it work. I just I like that they're not count. Like, imagine if this had been like Danielle. Oh, she would have been. She would have had an argument about all of these differences. Mm hmm. So, and it seems okay by the end of it. Like they kind of laugh each other's things off. I don't know. I I definitely think a lot of this is editing. Like there's probably some part where they come together and decide something. We just don't see that part. Well, they leave us at at these conversations. They cut off what we see of the conversation like every time. Yeah, we just have to go. We just have to go about believing they've solved their own issues by the time they come back (laughs) on screen. (laughs) Yeah. So they're gonna go meet her parents, and this was really big in the previews of the show. And I, I I thought like by the time I watched the preview the second time, I was like, oh, I think her mom is not like angry, more like when Strong. I got my yeah, when I was when I was 19 and I got a tattoo, I knew my mom was not going to like it. And so I came home and I was like, do you want to see my tattoo? And she was like, no, I don't want to see it. It was very similar vibes to the mom slapping well, like, away her Yeah, the big slap of the hand was like, it felt like by the time we got to it, it was more like joking around like, no, I don't yeah. want to see that thing. <laughs> but can you imagine, like we got this with Jared too, like can you just imagine as a parent, like I'm a parent, so I, I imagine walking into this this situation like, wait, like first of all, whose apartment are we in? Yeah, I love like, that. Where is this? What do you mean you got engaged? Why haven't I talked to you in three weeks? Like, where have you been? They're like, where am I? Who was? What is that camera? Who was this producer here? What's, what's Why was happening? I backed up before I came into this room? Right. Yeah, 
Anytime the parents are like, no, I, I, I completely understand it. I'm like, what? Yeah, and you didn't no. even tell them before you went there. They could have probably thought they were getting set up. Like, whose house am I in right now? Wow, punk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. It's like Jared's parents were like the anomaly. But th- this was a very realistic reaction. And I just loved her mom. Uh, she's just very expressive. And I, I feel like the moms were such highlights in this batch of episodes. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have uh, we have her mom. We have uh, Shake's mom, Danielle's have- mom, Danielle's mom, <laughs> Wendy, the icon, Wendy. Like they were the stars of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is the point in my notes when Shane shows up, where I wrote, "Oh no, why is Shane <laughs> yeah. growing on me? He's doing so well with the parents he because he good. was like really doing a good job speaking about why he liked her and like what they saw in each other." So I don't know. Uh, it's like I, I, I kind of want them to work out just because it would blow everyone away based on the journey. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like if Shane wasn't, you know, like he has this thing where his like mouth is never closed and then his yes. eyes are as yes. if he's yes. shot at <laughs> just life. He's shocked that he is alive and living. So it's like if he didn't if he wasn't at, like he was, would we be more on board with this relationship? Uh, I, I mean, I think I'm on board with the relationship. Like they seem, by like Mary said, by the end of the batch of this episode, they seem their chemistry seems to have gotten on a solid ground. So I'm not necessarily against relationship. I just don't know how it's going to work. Like, all right, I found him annoying, but I think that their <laughs> relationship is healthy. I mean, I'm I'm not going to put any bias with the seeing the preview for the next episode because I don't know what happened there. <laughs> um, but I mean, you know, he just seems like this. His only problem is like really like his insecurities um but yeah. i mean i can see it working you know they just gotta go over like a few things i loved how her dad was just like totally on board and trying mm-hmm. to be like her biggest cheerleader while the mom before shane came in when the mom was you know like what is happening like let's just be open let's have an open mind i was like what a great dad <laughs> yeah he was nice <laughs> I, I was telling my parents while watching these episodes i'm like there's two types of like parents on these shows it's either oh no i what in the world are you doing are you are you stupid or oh we are all in 100 yeah. percent <laughs> yeah yeah um and then you know they go and meet his mom which is uh very sweet her mom his mom is very sweet um and at this point they they were talking about like, there's a point where he gets up to leave and uh, in classic fashion is like I gotta go take a dump or whatever he says but, um, <laughs> and he leaves and she's like look at my eyes and he goes yeah yeah I know I'm dead and so I like the fact that over the course of like three episodes yes. we went from like oh the thing about her ta- like staring at him weird went from like a, a, a weird communication flaw to like an inside joke between the two of them where they they knew each other better. Look at the growth. Look at the growth. <laughs> the growth. Yeah, it is so funny too because it's like, isn't that what happens in a normal relationship? Like the thing that, you know, the more you like a person, the thing that's annoying kind of becomes endearing or endearing. I don't know. I don't know how relationships work. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it just stays annoying and you just learn to live with it. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. Um, but it was cute. And and then uh, it, it seems like both of their their moms kind of gravitate toward each other when they go dress shopping. Mm-hmm. And that, that kind of helps their relationship a little bit. So what was the scenario, though? Why was that like 
Was it was it them where the moms met each other? Yeah, at the yeah. What, did they walk in and, and stand next to each other and had no? And then they said, "Who this lady is?" Yeah, <laughs> I was so confused. How did they not meet outside? I'm hoping that they did meet like beforehand. Oh, and no, they were, like, felt very genuine. Like, mom, this is Shane's mom. Like, oh, you're you're Shane's mom. I don't know. I I still don't understand how Natalie's like. I'm super close to my family. I mean, I haven't spoken to them in three weeks or told them anything about this experiment. <laughs> I but, disappeared uh, off the face of the earth, and it was yeah. fine. But we're attached at the hip. <laughs> Listen, yeah. you know, I try to make sense of stuff like this. And then you remember these people are getting married to complete strangers. After three weeks. <laughs> I'm like, does anything make sense over here? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anything else from the dress shopping or suit shopping with them? It, it I seemed just, like mostly they were kind of okay. Yeah. I thought her dress that she ended up picking was really beautiful. It was simple, mm-hmm. but it, it really fit her. Yeah. I thought the dress shopping overall was weird. It's like everyone comes out to this just big just group of people. It's like it's not even like they separate everybody and was like, you know, you be with your family, you be with yours. Like everybody was in the theater to see everybody's dress yeah. unveiling. Hey, that, that, that costs money. You'll see that a lot. <laughs> Space that, it is my favorite when they're like, here's my actual friends from real life. Let me talk to them. And the friends are always like, oh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um and then and then they have a last date together that ends pretty well. They joke about the Mexico thing again. They're like everything was great except for that one conversation. But um they they find they have found their best friend and they love spending time together. So adorable. Yeah. Um, it's like if it if it works for them, it works for them. I found myself saying like, does their relationship have enough depth? But then I was like, maybe that's all they what they have is what they want and what they need. But I was like, I think that I would think in a different relationship, Natalie might want more depth, mm-hmm. but I also don't know her, you know? So it's just like, mm, maybe this is exactly what she wants. This is exactly the level. And maybe they're getting deeper, you know, off camera than that isn't as entertaining to watch. So it, I mean, right now at this end of, at the end of this batch of episodes, it seems okay, but we did see a next yeah. time on that was concerning. And even, I mean, we can talk about it a little bit more, but at the bachelor and bachelorette parties, they kind of check in with all the couples individually and are like, so what do you think you're going to say at the wedding? And they're mm-hmm. the only two who are like, yep, a hundred percent. We're both going to definitely a hundred percent. And so, yeah, despite the, <laughs> despite the uh, next time on, I'm cautiously optimistic with them. I feel like they may say yes. I think I think they're going to get it. Uh, like I don't know. I I hope uh, if one small fight, or I don't know what was said. Obviously, if one fight after all of that makes you guys not do it, Lord, I don't know what to tell you. I'm like, like I, I think it might be a good candidate for. They both say yes. They get married, and then by the time reunion rolls around, uh, they're Divorce. broken up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. The timing of the argument, oh. though, is what is scaring me because it's the day before the wedding. And she's saying that he said a lot of hurtful things to her. You know, is that under like, is she underselling it? And it was like some very hurtful things that she never thought he was capable of saying. Or was it just like, oh, you know, just some words that stung a little bit? Because, I mean, people people love to say, like, sticks and stones will break my bones. The words will never hurt me. No words have power. And they can really do some damage, especially when, like we said earlier, their relationship has been a lot of telling over, like, you know, just apparent just actions that we've seen. So that that's what kind of makes me concerned. Um, so I don't know. 
What if he was like, uh, uh, I told her I couldn't hit a baseball and she laughed at me. So he was so time. mad. <laughs> like, like, they're, they're asking about Natalie's like, you know, I couldn't believe I couldn't hit a freaking baseball. And they're like, oh, who, Natalie? Oh, yeah, I guess so. She's cool. Whatever. But can't believe I didn't hit those baseballs. <laughs> Yeah, that that was funny. So I guess with official predictions leading into the finale. So Mary, you say yes. Yes. What about you, Jason? Yes. Okay. Isaiah. I'll give him an eighty five percent. Yeah. Um, I'm say yes, but I don't know <laughs> if it's gonna last. <laughs> True. Yeah. I think it could be a. She's thinking like, okay, like you said, why would I throw this all of this all of this away this past this whole past month away over one argument? So I think it could be a situation where they say yes, but then it may not work out um, if things persist or they they discover things about each other that they're like, whoa, I had no idea. So I'm gonna say yes too. Cool. Nice. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Well, let's move on to another couple. We've got Shake and Deep D, who are, uh, I, I was so ups and down on them over and over. Still have been. Uh, <laughs> another person who's, it's sometimes grown on me is Shake. Sad to say it. Um, it. They they have a bet about like wasabi and ginger. It's really not. It's not important. I don't know. They, they're, whatever. <laughs> I didn't. I don't eat sushi, so I, I legit googled it because I was like, wait, who's right? <laughs> yeah. Do you clean your palate? <laughs> and and just to get through some of these people, like I think what's kind of most interesting about them is that. Um, it seems like both of their families, whether or not it's their parents or other people, have had experience with arranged marriages. And um, which is interesting because both of their families seem like kind of the most on board with this whole process. They're like, well, yeah, you know, like uh, worked for us, like arranged marriages, you know, that checks out. And um, he he talks a lot, like he says a lot of good things about like he wants to support her. He wants to make her happy. He wants to find out what things he needs to do to make her happy and uh, to achieve that, even though I know that she's so selfish that she'll never like call me out. Um, so he's really it's nice that he says all that. But um, and I was surprised to see that he actually does like open up to his mom and bring up the whole like attraction issue that he's having, which again, 
yeah guy, like does he not see the woman in front of him i'm so i don't understand but, i feel know. like he's stopping strangers in the street like hey let me tell you about my fiance you know who i just can't yeah. get a, a, a physical attraction to like dude you don't have to tell every single person your issue <laughs> but i mean he even sort of tells her about it at some point like i i get the feeling that he's he's very like he wants this to work out and he just wants someone to assure him that like maybe that attraction will come later or that the marriage can be successful even if he never feels that way and and i don't think it's that he like thinks that she's ugly i think it's that he just feels like he doesn't feel this like spark which sadly i kind of relate to him in that like that's the hardest part for me when dating is like i'll go out and be like this person was nice the conversation was good but i wasn't really attracted to them and so i kind of get that but i also really liked what his mom said when she's like yeah i identify more with her because (laughs) that's like a you know it's a big fear it's like that she could be perfect and doing everything she needs to do but like there's just this thing that she can't um you know it's like out of her control kind of i mean the mom has met like uh deep deep for well, probably a, a couple of hours and she's like mm-hmm. this lady is the best she doesn't deserve <laughs> yes. a percent less than what she yes. deserves she uh-huh. does not deserve someone like you bringing her down like that right yeah. like like the vibe i'm getting is that shake i think he cares about deep deep i don't think he's romantically invested um but it's giving me uh, instead of like wanting to be with her it's almost giving like he has a fear of like not finding another person who's going to care about him on the same level or magnitude mm-hmm. as deep deep does so i think that's more of a oh uh, you know what if i don't find someone else you know like but that's just like jared which we'll get to it doesn't feel like she would be his potential like first choice if it was up to him you know um so i i don't know how like i don't know i I think shake honestly is kind of like taking the whole process a, a little bit for granted almost and that feels like he's almost preferring to like um like go back into like what isn't working for him just because mm-hmm. this isn't comfortable ground for him. And I mean, you know, sometimes, you know, people don't want to be in certain situations. I can't blame them, but it's also like, why do you need to tell everybody and their mom literally, um, like that you're not attracted <laughs> to her? Like, you need to just be transparent and honest with her. And he hasn't really done that. He keeps uh, like you having these like emotionally like driven like conversation and stuff. And he's like, I'm, do do we call it leading on? I don't know, but it's like it. Well, he it was kind of honest feel. with her, and like before the end of the, okay. of the last appearance, he was like, yeah. you know, I don't necessarily feel like you know, physically. She's like, you know, and she's telling Ayana on the boat, like, I'm not gonna like if he says no and we say no, like that's it. Mm-hmm. I'm not chasing, right? Him. Like that's just not gonna be happening. I'm yeah. so glad she said that because I have a feeling that some of these couples think that like if they say no, it's okay because it's just a no for now. But that doesn't mean that we have to, that has to be the end of us, kind of like a Gigi and Damien approach. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I am very concerned about him because I did it first in the first batch of episodes. I thought he was love bombing her. And then now I'm like, Okay, he still can't get over this instinctual attraction thing, but then it's like, okay, but would you rather have the instinctual attraction with someone and then not have anything else that Deep D has? And then one day this person, I mean, one day that that spark is gone and then you have nothing else to lean on. So, yeah, I mean, looking at it from like what's really important for for like the marriage you know it's like Mm -hmm. i I think about it like you need you need uh, a good friendship you need 
some part of attraction and then you need like loyalty and respect and the part that wants to keep you together and Mm -hmm. those are kind of the three bubbles and you need to kind of have a good balance of all three and I I do think that the attraction could come like that definitely happens with some people I'm kind of surprised if it hasn't come within like three four weeks at all I don't Mm -hmm. know but I also really appreciate like when she's dress shopping her friends tell her you know, maybe you just need to make the first move physically and see if the chemistry, if that'll spark something. Right. And then uh, even Shane is going to tell him later. Like <laughs> I, I was like, like sitting here being like, why am I agreeing with Shane? Right. <laughs> Shane was exactly. like, he's like, look, your way is not working. Maybe you need to try my way. Yeah. Maybe you just need mm-hmm. to loosen up, turn off the lights, put some music on <laughs> and see what happens. <laughs> And I'm just like, where is the non-instinctual and, and, and physical attraction coming from? Because when you first saw her, you yeah. were talking about how yeah. she was butt. building yeah. up on her. What are you talking about? It's giving cap. It's cap. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. It is giving cap. And I mentioned this last time, but I'm really worried that she's going to be there and support him through all of the career stuff he's trying to do. And then once he's established and settled and realizes that maybe he doesn't need that constant support, he's going to look for someone else who has that. Now, I I hope that by the fact that they both talk a lot about how they really don't want to get divorced and they like want this to be a one and done thing. I hope that wouldn't happen. But yeah, that's like my fear with people in that position of I'm worried that he will say no, but let's keep dating and that she'll agree with it, even though she has repeated she doesn't want to. Well, it sounds like they they both uh, see in each other like that they can relate to one another, mm-hmm. which is very good for them. But like, like Shake, you know, like someone like a Shayna is not going to give that to you. Like that's right. the only something that someone like Deepy can give to you, and that's that's what you say you want. So right, right, there it yeah. Is. I will say I was pretty. Uh, I was. I mean, and I did, I guess I didn't expect any less, but I was pretty blown away with him meeting her parents. Like he did really well. Yes. they really liked him. And the fact that she hadn't brought home anybody, like she was with someone for six and a half years and never brought him home. How does that happen? I mean, I know that there are people out there, but (laughs) how? Yeah, I (laughs) don't know. know. I don't know how that happens. I just think it's maybe she has just like ridiculous, crazy standards. Cause I mean, I I don't, for, 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 the person meet her parents, I would say. Maybe not for a relationship, but mm-hmm. you're, you're still not good enough to meet my parents. I don't know where right. that comes from. Yeah. So they, I mean, they had a great like meeting and I could tell her mom was so happy that it was him um, and that he was the one. And then, of course, her parents' adorable relationship and her dad yes. remembering the exact time they got married. Oh, <laughs> uh, goals. What, what time did you get married, Jason? Huh? <laughs> pressure, pressure. Um, two, like, uh, I don't know, six twenty-three. Y'all know me. Y'all know I'm the night. Oh, I'm not gonna listen to this. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah, and it seems like by the end they try to have like a, a massage date to build some physical connection. But yeah, really, it, it's funny because the way it ends actually is her being like, he's so over analytical about everything and doesn't just feel. And I think that's his problem is for whatever reason he can't just feel with her for something. Yeah. Do y'all think that they had sex after the massage date? I don't, I don't think so. I, I think, think we would have so. found out if they did. Yeah. I just don't yeah. I think it was such a big plot point that we would have found out about it. That's what I think that's why I was like maybe they're holding it off for the finale. I mean they were they were very like physical. <laughs> Tell us. They were very, very physical when they came out the pods and like I've noticed they're not as physical anymore. 
Like that's also another True. thing on cameras at least. So because she was all over. Like remember that when they were in that pool in the first mm-hmm. batch, she was all yeah. over him. But then it, yeah. there's his a point face, when you you know when what she was do doing that. that. His face was like, I don't know what I'm doing right now. Oh my <laughs> god, it's <laughs> not what I'm looking for. It's really great. I was so worried watching those first five episodes. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's going to watch this show and no matter how it ends up, like going to be so upset. But it, it really does seem like he's kind of like told her like the, mm-hmm. the issues, um, yeah. at least a little bit. But, you know, they both express their concerns on the Bachelor and Bachelorette parties. But based on the like the preview for next drop and maybe they're just trying to hide it, it seems like there's looks like the most successful story yeah. in the next one. Unless there's like very clever editing there. It right. feels like it's going to be a success. The wedding is yeah. beautiful. Yeah. I can't see it being clouded with nose. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I would hope not. I would hope Just, not. That's me being optimistic. But we cannot move on before we address the quote of the episode and I really hope RHAP oh, out of quote? context is not listening. <laughs> but, I got a quote too, but I don't think Shake, it's, the, it's the one you're going to put, put out there. <laughs> Shake wants to F you emotionally. Okay, yeah, you're <laughs> out there. Before, he's like, I want to F you emotionally before I F you. Before oh. I found out, before I find out you're good in bed, I want to find out you're good in head. What, what the, the hell? Gave me the creep shivers. Like, I, drops the mic. I had to pause it and turn to my yeah. parents and be like, and they were like, why Why are you stop watching? And I'm like, did you hear that? He just said he, want, he wanted to F her emotionally. <laughs> Sounds like uh, like the Riddler from Batman. Like, what is going on here? I don't like that. Creep uh, on. <laughs> he thought he was yeah. dropping bars. Yeah. <laughs> oh it wasn't given what needed to be gave. Uh, no, and, and I think that's the problem is like I hated shaking the pods because he was so like line after line. Whereas the parts I like him the most are like when he's meeting the family or when he's mm-hmm. opening up to his mom. It's like when he actually seems to like stop putting on a show for the camera. Yeah, he, he seems pretty genuine. But um, and, and I I can understand his concerns. Well, I can understand why a person would have those concerns. I don't know what he doesn't see in deep tea. That's like my, <laughs> my big problem. But oh I think well. it's just too much in his head. I think that's the problem. Yeah. I mean, you can see something with your eyes, and it's, if you're in your head that way, you're just not going to get it. It's not going to right. Translate. It, it's Turn just off like the light, put on some boys to men. Boys to yeah. men. Shane has taste. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's what I said. Because I'm like, there's no way you're not so into your head to think, oh my gosh, this person has everything I want. But is this my aunt? Yeah. This is a case of self sabotage. Yes. yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yes. So. Oh, gosh. We, we, um, <laughs> anything else on them? How do you, I, I think it'll be a success all in all. All right. I wonder if they're going to stick together though after she sees all this footage, but, uh, oh, yeah. Gosh. Yeah. No. <laughs> so you think yeah. it's a yes, Isaiah? For now, yeah. Only because they looked like they were having a great time at that wedding. So Isaiah doesn't yeah. believe in love is blind. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. Is I'm this so a scared. skeptic on the, pl- the panel? At least, at least I don't believe in these people. Maybe a different group, but not these people. Uh uh-uh. uh. This is what I'm thinking. I think that she's into him. There's no doubt about that. I think with him, like he said to Shane, okay, do I want to go another 20 years and not find somebody else like her? I think he would rather be with her than be alone, which is, I mean, it sounds terrible, but like he's just, he just, he gets in his own way. And he just needs to be forced into it. 
But it's not like he doesn't see her worth. Like, I think he very clearly does. I think he's mm-hmm. just, you know, he wants, no, he wants he the fairy he tale. Yeah, yeah, he knows what he has. Yeah. He just needs to figure out if he can get to where he wants to get to physically with her. Right. True. True. Okay. What about you, Jason? Is your final prediction a yes? Yep. I'm going to go with a yes. I can't believe that it's the one that, you know, deeply has to, you know, convince Shake to, to marry her and not the other way around. <laughs> right. Like, bro, you're asking these ladies in the pot, like, do you work out? Like, what do you look like? Like, he's too good for him, but yes, I will go yes on both counts. Okay, perfect. Um, so yeah, we are going to move forward. Anything else on shaking DP? That's it. I'm I'm rooting for him. Okay, (laughs) me too. I think somebody has to. (laughs) If they have any type of demise over this, the in the finale, it's because of him, not because of her. And and I would love to hear from Melissa Denny just how. How awesome Deepthi is in real life, since she does know her personally. Um, so we're gonna move forward to a couple that I, I'm excited to have some dialogue about. Ayana and Jared. <sighs> so Jason, what, what do you think about Ayana and Jared? I like them. What do, what don't you like about them? I think they I think they had good chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she was technically his second choice. Yes. But I think once they met up, I think they vied well. They've had like pretty much no hiccups almost. Yeah. I like them. I don't think it's a matter of like, okay, I love Ayana. And I think Jared's a cool guy, right? <laughs> oh, burn. Uh, <laughs> a cool, cool guy. He's a cool guy. Um, like uh Mari Forth said that I was a little high on Jared last batch. I just thought he I thought he he was being a great guy, right? But now after watching this batch of episodes, it doesn't even come down to Oh, she was the second choice. I feel like she's just the homie to him. What has he done that's taken the initiative to be romantic with her, to show her she care- he cares about her besides getting her the Polaroid? That was nice. But then it's like, what are you doing to show her day in and day out, which you only have so long before you get married, right? What What is he doing to initiate like, yes, I really do care about you besides saying it. And then the fact that he is prioritizing going out, his friends talking about welcome back. You were gone two weeks. Why? Like, I literally go (laughs) weeks without seeing some of my friends and we're not. Oh, welcome back to the city. So that just shows like what his life was like before, which is fine. But it's like, yes, like she tell, like she said multiple times, there need to be some adjustments made. But it's like, does he want to make those adjustments? Does he want to spend so much time with her minutes throughout the day? It's just like the dynamic between him meeting Mallory and just having that attraction to her. You could tell just how he talked to her. He was attracted to her. But Ayana is just like, what's up? How you doing? It's fun. She's a she's a great friend to him. But does she does he is he into her romantically? I think it's it's also hard because like he's he's kind of one of those people who seems like all talk no action sometimes mm-hmm. like he he talks in the first scene we have in his apartment about how he wants kids like now and he's like I know you want to wait a little which to be fair she's 27 like she, yeah. maybe she does want to wait a little but he has he's not living a life that's conducive for him to have kids at this moment. You can't Mm -hmm. have kids and be staying out till I'm sorry, past 3 (laughs) a.m. Every bar that's near where I am closes it too. So like, what bars is he staying out at past 3 a.m. on a weeknight? It's just a cooler city than I live in. Um, But but yeah, he's like, 
you know, he says that he wants kids. He says he's ready for marriage, but he's really not doing anything to show that. Yeah. And uh, I think she's rightfully concerned about how their lives are going to mesh. Even when she's sitting there trying to talk about their wedding, he's like playing video games, <laughs> like half listening. Yeah. I'm, I'm like uh, Shake's mom. You know, she doesn't deserve anybody who's going to have any percent like less than what she should, what she does. Like, okay, she deserves so much more. Okay. I just feel like he is not putting forth the effort. And I feel like he's, I don't feel like he's settling because she's amazing. But in his eyes, I feel like he was settling because it was just like, oh, shoot. I wanted Mallory. I boohoo cried because I couldn't get her. Oh, me and Ayana get along great. Let me propose to her because we'll, we we'll be able to get along. So, pod stuff aside, because for most of these episodes, it was them outside of it. I do feel like they do have chemistry. I will say that. Um, I think they're just two completely different people. I think Jared's very intro, um, extroverted. Uh, Ayana's very introverted. I think, honestly, I think Ayana is here on the show, ready mm-hmm. to be married, where I think Jared is ready to be in a relationship. I don't think he's ready for marriage. So I think if, if this was under regular context that they were just dating, going through the boyfriend-girlfriend phase, do I think they could work out? I actually do think that they could work out. Um, but honestly, this is not the situation there. They have to get married. You knew what you signed up for. And I think that's where they're on the wrong page. I think Jared's moving at this, like, this is like a regular relationship piece mm-hmm. um, where I think exactly. Ayanna's like, we're literally about to get married in like a couple of days or weeks. Or like, what are you doing? You know, so I think that's really where the, the they're just at two different pace. And I think that um, that's kind of where the disconnect is. That is very true. He is moving about this very slowly when, you know, they're are are they saying they love each other? I don't think so. I don't know if we heard it. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if we if they do say it. I would imagine there's I would imagine everybody (laughs) saying to each other. I would hope if you're getting married in a day. But true. Yeah. I I just I just don't see a lot of I I see what you guys are saying, but I (laughs) just feel like you say he's moving slow, but he's he's been confident throughout the whole thing like yeah i'm ready this is cool i'm at yeah, like eight, I'm, all like, talk, I'm at an eight one yes I, I mean i guess i just i i think it's gonna now, go well. that's why listen i do still think that like i don't think jared's a bad person necessarily yeah, no. or anything and i actually think that this marriage could work out if they do it i like i think he's literally just being unapologetically himself um, he's like, I like to go out. I like to hang around and stuff. And I was like, I like to chill. I like to stay inside out. They're just completely two different types of people. Um, but you know, you know, sometimes opposite attract. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if it's going to work out. It's just, it's a very weird situation. He may not be all in yet, but you know who is his dad. <laughs> he's like, love you, and also let me perform your ceremony. Oh my oh, yes! I just met your fiance, who you just met two weeks ago. Are y'all gonna get married in a week? Hey, welcome to the family. Let me perform your ceremony. It's all good. Yeah, it's been years that people, time after time, couple after couple, has asked me to officiate their wedding, and I'm like, no, no, mm-hmm. no, no. I'm waiting for my firstborn. Let's Can do you it. imagine if he performs his first son's, his firstborn son's ceremony, and one of them say no? Oh, no. how are you going to mess up my first time? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> we gonna do the, the fact that his dad's there, I'm confident he's going to say yes. 
He yeah. will. I don't know. I don't if know if she's going to do it. I don't know her. I think that might yeah. add some pressure onto her to say yes. Ooh, that's, yeah. that's a because she doesn't want to let she doesn't want to like break her father, her parents. Her parents <laughs> oh, it really I, I does seem like they they take their parents' um, like tone, like because he's kind of like, okay, my dad's confident, I'm confident, and mm-hmm. then her adoptive parents are like a little more skeptical. I think yeah. um, you know, but they, they the main thread with them is everybody keeps telling him like. You know, uh, the single life is great, but you need to leave some of those things behind for married life. And he's like, "Yeah, I know." And she's like, "He knows, but, but he hasn't done anything about it yet." Hi. Can we talk about her adoptive parents? Are they thirty? Oh, those are parents. What? Yeah, I literally tweeted. I was like, "They're so young." Oh my Wife god! Don't crack, baby. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> yes, they, they are look amazing. So looking. Um. And they said that, so she said she was adopted when she was, or or, uh, that they, that she started living with them when she was 18 and they officially adopted her when she was 22. And she's only 27 now. So, yeah, yeah. well, hey, don't you see right after Married at First Sight on Lifetime, adults adopting adults? Mess. Yeah, but um, love them. I I always come away from the the parental family conversations like really agreeing with whoever is like, okay, I've agreed to be on the show, but I'm, I'm uh I'm definitely skeptical. Right. Like it, it kind of annoys me when when you have a family who's like we're really close. I refuse to be on the show. It's like, well, <laughs> come on. I mean, like, really, you know. Yeah. They were they had a healthy dose of skepticism. Like they showed they clearly care about her and they just want to make sure this guy is good and so I I love their approach. I really um, pressed him. He was like, "Oh yeah, she's strong and resilient." They're like, "That's all you got?" Like Literally. Yes. Doing I was something saying. Else. I was like, yes. yes, okay, I can say, and uh, I could be interviewing a candidate, and they're resilient. Like, give me something more about your soon-to-be wife. So I was so glad she pressed him on that, especially because that's the exact same thing he said when they met his parents. Mm-hmm. And if I were her, I'd be like, okay, do you have one thing you like about me? Mm-hmm. Like, you want to come up with another one? Right. Uh, I mean, and it could be, and I, I, I've noticed this with a, a couple, um, like, I guess specifically like Deep Tea, like she has this marriage that she can, um, look up to. And with him, he can look up to his stepmom and his dad's relationship. They've been together for 25 years. Mm-hmm. And so he's just like, I want that, you know, right. and it's just like, okay, but are you taking the actions to get that? Or are you just like, well, I'm about to be married. We could have that because we get along really well. And he tells his friends that his biggest concern is like having to support her financially while she gets her master's. Like, so you, you know what the situation you're getting into is. And if you know that, then, then actually start saying like, okay, trial run, you know, I came back, I didn't see my friends. Yeah. I'm going to meet up with them for dinner and bring my fiance. Yes. And then we're not going to go out because we're going to, you know, like, I'm going to start trying out some things or at least like invite her. I don't know. It's compromise because he's he right. is perfectly fine with the fact that she said, oh, you want to go out? I don't want to go. And he's like, all right, cool. Well, I'm going out on a Tuesday. <laughs> what? Taco Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, on, that was, you know, that had me dying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's Taco Tuesday. I can't miss that. I love when you said that. He's like, I mean, what? You don't? You don't go out until 4 a.m. every Tuesday for Taco Tuesday? <laughs> so Taco like, Tuesday. Oh, they're just compromise. Like, he just, he needs to see the need to compromise. Right. And she can't force him. 
because then that's just him doing what she wants to do. So, um, so yeah, that, that was all very concerning. Um, I did think it was sweet that his sister went with her dress shopping. Yes. That was very sweet. So it seems like they've at least met there's, you know, I, I can't believe it, but like more must happen between these couples than we see on the show. So much that we don't yeah. see, like so, 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 so much. Listen, every time Nick and Danielle talk, they make me realize that there's a lot that we don't see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and, and they have a conversation where they kind of like I do like they're, they're both very upfront and honest with each other. She's mm-hmm. very like, here's my concerns. Um, and where it ends it is basically at their last date. She says, you know, I choose you. I know you still, I still need to see action from you, but I trust that you're going to show me it. Right. And I, and I'm like, Hey, do, do you really trust it? Is he going to break that trust? Cause I'm nervous because he's, he knows what to say. It's not like he's trying to be a smooth talker or anything. Right. He's saying like what, is the appropriate thing to say, but it's like, does he mean it? And is his, are his actions going to uh, follow suit? Cause he's like, Oh, I'm an eight. And you know, she tells uh, who was it later? Mallory that she, or no, not, not Mallory. She tells deep D that she's more like a six and seven as far as like being ready. And so I don't know. I think she just wants him to be a little bit more real with her than, Oh, everything's great. You know, and everything could be great, but but it's not. I honestly think for him, it's yeah. fine. Hmm. Well, she has a lot of doubts. I think he's like, this is cool. I think he's more laid back. Yeah. yeah we're well, tomorrow. Because I think, I think he would be perfectly happy for her to move into his apartment and then, you know, hang out with him while he's playing video games. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. I, I think that they are the perfect example of a couple who might stay together even if they don't say yes mm. in my mind I've always seen after the marriage in, in these shows I'm like alright now you guys actually have a regular relationship like you guys just like it's a boyfriend girlfriend phase you're just married already right. um, so you know I yeah. don't even even married at first sight I've always felt that way it's like you just literally you have the title but it's like you guys are actually going to date now you know mm-hmm. so I don't I don't the, I don't know why anyone would want to go on this show, by the way. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Some of us are know. more hey. desperate than you, Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you the youngest person in the class of 2020? This is the second time in this week that this has been mentioned on a podcast. That's sick. <laughs> sick, sick. I will wow. say, I mean, I guess, side note, I actually, I think Love Love is Blind is making a major push right now for Asian men. I personally know three Asian men that they have reached out to through DMs to say, wow. hey, I'm casting for Mar- uh, Love is Blind. Um, let me know if you'd be interested, if you happen to be single. Like, how, what, what is the, you know, what are the odds? Is this some scoop Asia? Are they coming to Texas next next season? Hey, oh, <laughs> that's a good that's a good point. City does matter, so I don't know. Yeah. Maybe and maybe I need to start preparing my application. Hey, why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't know with them. I think if it's what Isaiah's saying and they decide to like get married to date then I think that they could have some success. I'm just, I'm not sure that she's going to take that step at the wedding, but I do see some confidence if like, if she sits back and thinks like, I could see a future, 
Maybe mm-hmm. it's not right this second, but I do feel like with some work, this could happen. Then, then maybe, maybe something will, will work out with them. So I, I don't know. I think it, they're the first people I'm going to say, I don't think it's going to work out, but like I, I do, or I don't think they're going to say yes mm-hmm. necessarily, but I do think it could work out later. Yeah. He kind of concerned me, especially, yeah, on that last date. He's like, yeah, I have some big things planned for us. It's like, do you really? Or are you just saying yeah. that to like just to add <laughs> to excitement? On this man, stop listening. Y'all, y'all dragging Jerry in the mud. I don't Sick. believe him. I've just dated people who like constantly talked about like yes. kids yeah. and our family and marriage, and then like, but then wouldn't hang out with me on the weekend. And I'm like, well, then what is it? Like, do you <laughs> right. want to like, you know, what, where are your priorities? <laughs> It's so true. Action speaks so much. Yeah, this isn't just coming out of thin air. This is coming from experience. Yeah. Of yes. Actions speak louder than words. People can say whatever, but I also agree with you, Mary. I think that I think that it's going to be a no at the wedding. I, I I do think that he'll say yes, but she will say no. Yeah. What about you, Jason? Honestly, I think it's a yes both ways. Yeah. I think they're both going to say yes. I, I I don't really have any doubt. <laughs> I think I think for her and her personality. I think even if she wants to say no, I think she'll say yes. Like, because mm. she doesn't want to get up there and say no. I think she'll, I think she'll say yes just because of that. But I do think that she's happy and she's going to be happy. I think they're going to be fine. Yes, for me. All right. What about you, Isaiah? I'm with Jason. I think they're both going to say yes. <laughs> um, and I feel like it's going to work out. I think, look, they, they're watching it back. They're probably like, oh, you said this. What to Mallory? What's going on here? But yeah. I feel like they'll get over it. It wasn't that big of a deal. It's not like he kept going to her like Shayna or something like that. You know, I think it's going to be fine personally. So I think I think fine. even Mallory aside, I think that they mm. just won't work. I'll even say this. I think they're our best couple we have on the show. <laughs> Okay, we asked I'm at the not, beginning, who are you rooting for? And they're like, oh, I don't no know. And I didn't say like, I was rooting for them. All oh, in okay. on Jared. <laughs> I can see Jared and Ayana working out. Mark, uh-huh. look, remember this moment right now. Okay. Me and Isaiah, okay. remember this? Remember me and Isaiah uh-huh. on this podcast okay. in three exactly. months. We get the union special. We're the only couple still together. Now, if they All don't, right. we just going to look dumb. But <laughs> if, they, right. if they don't, we just forget this happened. <laughs> if, if if they don't, he played y'all. Oh, but, uh, but yeah. So moving forward, uh, we have another couple that you know it's not quite the love square that we thought we were going to get, which is good. But we have the wonderful, lovely Salvador and Mallory. <laughs> <sighs> you Who? know, I, they were barely they were barely yeah, on the show for me. They were, and I think what's weird is I feel like there's so much we didn't see yeah. because my confidence in them as a couple somehow went down maybe just because we didn't see them. Like we saw okay moments, but then at the end at the like bachelorette parties, they seemed a little hesitant and on their final date, even though like, like they had an argument, but we didn't really get to see much of it. I'm still kind of confused about that. Um, Like the the episodes start well, you know, they, they clear the air about uh, everything with the ring. Um, They meet his sisters, which seem nice. Uh, and they meet her sister and I think that that's where things probably off camera start going downhill is it seems like her family is not very interested in being a part of this yeah you got that right. you got that feeling at the dress shopping where yes. she's like I really yeah. wish that my sister and my mom could be here I was like well why aren't they here do they not approve Listen, yeah. other than Nick and Danielle every one of these other couples have been so 
fake in front of these cameras. I'm so sorry <laughs> because there's no transparency unless the producers eggs one of them on like Sal this time to bring it up on camera. Then the other one's like, why would you do that on camera? You know, like they don't mm-hmm. want to look messy on television. So I feel like there's a lot of stuff going on that we are not seeing. And I'm super iffy. Like, like they have their happy moments and Sal can bring out his ukulele as many times as he wants. <laughs> but I just don't know how this is going to work out. I felt like I was trapped in Encanto for a minute. Like, yeah. you sing this so damn much. Um, but like, when they had the, the conversation about the, it, it apparently Sal's crazy ex-girlfriend running in on his sister's house. Mm-hmm. He, he goes into like, into the room where Mallory is and Mallory's acts like, oh, hey, what's up? Like, <laughs> like yeah. she doesn't even seem mad. I'm like, what? Yeah. I feel like we had this whole big up blow up argument off camera. And now, like, like Isaiah said, we're, we're faking it for the camera. Yeah, yeah that, that, let, let's talk about that. I didn't, I was very confused about this situation and what was the true story about Sal's relationship with this woman because she shows up to his sister's place all upset and Mallory didn't like that because she's like, well, why is that? Why is there somebody that's upset? And I'm assuming upset at the fact that he's about to get married because she's like, y'all had a relationship where he's able to, or she's able to just go to your sister. Like she knows where they live. She knows them. He says, she was never my ex. We never were together. We were just kind of seeing each other. And so I'm like, I, I don't know. It just felt like a, a situation that the door wasn't completely closed. And Sal may have thought, Oh, we weren't that serious. But for her, she's thinking I might have a future with Sal. Sal Sal seems like a very nice guy, so I can easily see him seeing something like if it makes sense later down the road or like, um, you know, we're not going to close the door all the way. But, you know, I don't I feel like he was probably letting someone down a little too gently um, than he should have. Um, And obviously, you know, I don't think uh, Mal is is too good with that. Mallory, Mallory, take this as a good sign. okay? This guy was so nice to this woman <laughs> that she is now beating down his sister's door <laughs> to get mm. back with him, right? Like, yeah. look at the no, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I think the part we didn't see is him saying something like, oh, yeah, I probably need to go over there and comfort her or like being mm-hmm. too nice about the ex or like his sisters being like, can you come talk? And then they get in an argument about whether or not he should go. And she's probably like, look, is this girl still going to be in our lives? And he's probably like, well, she's a good friend. Like, my guess is all of that is the part we didn't see of mm-hmm. her not being comfortable with like him wanting to remain in the life of someone who's <laughs> trying to break them up. It sounds like. <laughs> Oh, if he hey. went over there and talked to her, that would be a no-no. Like, right. right. Oof. I mean, um, we saw that with Jared. Well, he kept the, the watch holder from his ex. Wait, okay, that's Asia, different. we get it. You don't no, like Jared. Listen, listen, that was a stretch. I'm stretch. with the men on this one. Because Jared got a straight bullet in the salad. That was a segment. stretch. I was Look. like, is this really a segment? Like, really? I am a now. big fan of the, like, clean slate breakup like throw away all the letters throw away all the picture or you know like whatever i'm okay with that but like if you have an item of value that's yeah, like, like why would you throw it away like i'm not throwing yeah. away my bread maker just because you gave it to me for christmas like that has my use. initials are on it okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not like her initials are on it that would be different true yeah i, I just don't i'm like okay, but yeah i didn't want him to lie but i just feel like it should have just been oh that's my watch holder 
Never good enough for you, Asia. Never good enough for you, Derek. No, Derek Asia was in the encouraging wrong encouraging lying. <laughs> yeah, Derek, Asia wants to lie to you, folks. Like, I have a humidifier, a gift from an ex. Do I have to throw that out to Asia? I'm no. like, I'm scared now. Like, no, I think like... Yeah, you better go buy you, a new one. Listen. If you have like a heart-shaped necklace or like, oh, this is like their sweatshirt, get rid of that. But like... You know, like the yeah. that you had is inscribed from this person. Like, hey, I love you forever. Uh, you know, you <laughs> yes, throw that out. But if you got some like inconspicuous gift that has your initials on it, keep it. Okay, mm-hmm. folks out there, don't listen to Asia. You <laughs> <laughs> got Jerry out here catching strays in, oh, in the mouth segment. <laughs> catching strays. Oh, uh, but yeah, I yes, like you said, Mary, I feel like there was something we didn't see because her getting angry didn't make sense unless she's just looking for something to be mad about. Right. Because her just showing up, okay, Sal didn't go. He didn't he didn't go uh like try to make her feel better. Um but yeah, it was it was just that was just a little weird. So like did they have big work schedules this week or something? Because we pretty <laughs> much only saw Sal trying to like do nice things for her and like very little f- from her to him. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. From her about even her thoughts. <sighs> right. Cause it's like our main pieces were like, okay, meeting each other's sisters and then him singing. So it's just like, many times. I'm sorry, he made stir fry. He did. And I, I could tell it smelled good through the screen. Now, are good. they buying this stuff with his own money or is this production money? Because, like, okay. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, even how long did he date his ex again? Like, like, if you can even call it that. He said it was, he found out about Love is Blind a year ago, but mm. then in that time, you know, he was not going to take anything serious, and so it was in that time that they were involved. Okay. It's like, so he thought he closed the door. It's like when you walk through a door and it closes behind you, but you don't push it closed, and it just didn't latch all the way. And then she uh-huh. just doesn't came give me the vibes in. of a person that would be blunt about like a breakup at all. If I'm gonna be honest, like yeah, he, yeah. Tried to let it, he tried to let it out easy, but yeah, yeah too, easy. too easy. Yeah, exactly. She's like, no, Sal, I'm never gonna find a man who's gonna sing to me like this <laughs> <laughs> or make me stir fry. <laughs> right. What did y'all think about uh, his sisters? Um, they seem nice. They seem fine. accepting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nothing, real, nothing really extraordinary happened in yeah. these visits. It was just like, yeah, they're fine, except for, Listen, for her sister, like, you know, kind of poo-pooing the whole thing. You you put a camera in front of my face and I have to meet someone. I'm like, oh, yeah, nice to meet you. Like, oh, I'm about to say. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. Isaiah likes the mess, but isn't going to bring it on the oh, real, no. reality show. Right. No. <laughs> I would be so mean to these people, please. All right, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his sisters were. Um, I mean, they, you know, were trying to get all up in the Jared situation by asking questions, of course. But um, they were nice, so you could tell they're close. They care about him. Um, but her sister was just the ultimate. I feel like she was the big. Besides Nick's mom, I feel like she was the biggest skeptic. Uh, yeah, this was an awkward conversation. I, well, I was on her side a little bit. Yeah, because they were like, "Hey, can you give us your blessing?" Like your blessing, I just met you today. Yeah, and you yeah. just met her three weeks ago. 
Like, yeah. no, I don't know who you are. I can't give you my, like, it was a few of those instances, like, mm-hmm. uh, asking for blessing. I feel like most of the families are like, yeah, for the cameras. But yeah. it was like, no, I'm not giving you my blessing. I don't know this man. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's but, hilarious that they always try to edit, like, the family member saying, no, this isn't a good idea, like, bad people. I'm like, I agree with them. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is bad. Yes. But- <laughs> yes. And I think it again something we missed because she says the thing about maybe not giving the blessing and then he's like by himself like oh uh, I hope she'll come to the wedding like oh, yes. oh was she was she not even going to come to the wedding okay <laughs> right it was him putting his foot down because I thought he was going to be like oh she doesn't give her blessing it's going to be really hard to move forward he said no if she doesn't give her blessing we're getting married so <laughs> that's her care. decision <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She needs to hop on board because this train is leaving the station right <laughs> without her. Um, yeah. But yeah, we saw multiple moments of him singing with his, you know, with his roommates. Um, and which I, I felt like that was solid. Um, and then at the end, he's singing to her um, when she brings like the picnic stuff. And every time and even with the stir fry, when he cooked her stir fry, that she cried. Is this is this are these tears like, oh, my gosh, I have the best man in front of me or are they oh my gosh he's so sweet but i'm just not into it i think the latter i just don't get genuine vibes from mallory on camera i really don't i like uh she's thought she keeps thinking i think she appreciates the gestures and i think she is keeping an open mind to having this relationship but even like i mean i know it was a while back but even like the conversation with jared like i felt like that was like a lot of the true colors Mm -hmm. um, coming out and i really just don't feel like she is in this like i think she loves and i do think she cares about Mm -hmm. sal i think she really appreciates everything he does for her i think she genuinely does think that he's a sweet person i just don't think that she's fully into him i don't I wonder if they are deliberately not showing us many scenes with the two of them in order to be like, have us be blindsided when she says no, you know, like the, like the season from the, mm. the, the boring couple from last season. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh God, Kenny and whoever. Yeah. Please. Something. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like that maybe is where we're going. It's like, they want us to be like, look, he's cute. Well, I think that might backfire. That might backfire on them because if they say no, I'm like, okay, I didn't really care. I wasn't that invested (laughs) in Salamal in the first place because they didn't show a lot of them, and what they showed was a little boring, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, what do you guys think of of Sal confronting uh, Jared about the the whole? I I didn't expect anything to happen after that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was glad he. I, I was glad he approached it. I was glad he called it out. So it wasn't just like a, there's no chance that this could happen in another group setting. Okay. Cause I'm aware of what you said. I'm aware of what was going on. Don't try to be slick. And if you do it again, I'll, I'll be very upset at you. <laughs> I'll make a, a breakup song <laughs> or a bad song about you. Jared. <laughs> I think at that point also, Jarrett was like, Oh yeah. Uh, sorry. It's over though. I'm, I'm like all locked in on. Ion yeah, that's, that's why I felt like kind yeah. of like was one of the issues I had with, with his batch episodes. Like there was a lot of promise drama and then I just kind of fettered mm-hmm. out. It was mm-hmm. like, Oh no, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it didn't get, they, but it was they definitely season one felt like there was full transparency. We got to see these people at their worst and at their best. It feels like they're trying to show us a lot of at their best and then the aftermath of after worst. 
if mm-hmm. that makes any sense. Like, I feel like we're not seeing a lot of the stuff on screen of like what's really going on. Right. We're not getting the fight. We're getting the yeah. conversation about the fight. Yeah. That's what they need to do. They need to go hold full maths on them. Okay. Because maths will put a GoPro in your house. Yes. To catch your arguments. Like, I feel like these people are like, okay, we're going to come here to film you on this day for 40 minutes. We're going to talk about some of this stuff. Maths will get all the nasty stuff because they, they are around 24 7. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what we're missing. That in between. Because the retails, they're not honest. Mm-mm. So so what what do y'all think is gonna happen with them? I mean yeah, I've done a one eighty. I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a no from her. I think it's gonna be a yes mm-hmm. from him, but a no from her. No. I could see no's on both sides. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think Sal's in it. I think, think Sal's so? in it. I think he's the preview say yes makes sure. it seem like it's gonna be a no from Sal. But I think yeah. it's a yeah, it's the okie doke. Yeah, I think right? uh, I, I think Mal's gonna say no and Sal's gonna say yes. That's what I think. Oh. Yeah, no chance that this okay. works out. And even if they do, it ain't gonna work out. Long term. And, and I would like to repeat that no matter what Mallory says, I'm I'm here, Sal. Cut to someone outside of Mary's window on ukulele. You know what? And I mean, I love my favorite thing of the whole episode with Sal was when he was like, oh, I don't want to mess up my hair and then proceeds to just hit all the baseball. <laughs> knock it out. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mary's going to be South it. DMs. Okay. <laughs> right. I could drive to Chicago. <laughs> it's not that far. Oh, man. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be a yes, but I think that they're not going to make it to the reunion. Like, mm-hmm. I think that Mallory's still going to be on cloud nine, just thinking like, I have this most amazing man in front of me. I don't want to let him go. But then they're going to come to a realization that they can't start arguing over random things um, and, and have some better communication. I mean, maybe it's just Mallory's like general face, but it just doesn't <laughs> seem like she is very interested when she's with him. Yeah. yeah she, I mean, they're, they're just like uh, Jerry and Ayanna, they're just completely opposites. I think, uh, I think Mallory's more of like an alpha that like wants to find someone else's like an alpha where mm-hmm. he, he seems more, uh, Sal seems more like submissive, which nothing wrong with that. Um, I just don't think that that's what she's particularly looking for. And, um, yeah, I, th- I think it's mainly just not what she's used to. I think mm. if she can grow accustomed to it, but if she can't get over that, especially by the reunion, she's going to be like, this is not working. Yeah. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. But last but not least. Oh. 
Oh. We have the couple that. What do you mean by least Asia? Asia, what are you trying to say when you say Why least? Why do I have Is two it? pages on them and like a paragraph on everyone else? Right. Uh. When you say least Asia, does that mean you don't like her the bet the, bet the most? Is that, what that means? Is that what you're trying to say? That's what I'm getting from what you're saying. Right. And just don't give me an opportunity to talk. <laughs> Oh, she's the worst. Okay, she's not the worst. No, she is. She's the worst. (laughs) She's the worst. She's the absolute worst. She really is. Like, just, I mean, they have the most amazing time, I thought, at her parents' house. I mean, shout out to Wendy. (laughs) Wendy said, look, I'm here. I have my glass of wine. I am going to, like, I've never seen so many confessionals from a parent. I need Wendy to go give Shake some advice. (laughs) (laughs) What do you say? You a mess, girl. I hope he can handle you. <laughs> right. You're an absolute train wreck mess. Mm-mm. Wendy's like, look, I know you. I know me. You're just like me. So, <laughs> and she's just taking digs at her every chance she got. <laughs> she's just like, oh, she just walks away too easy these days. She just did not hold back, which is not something you normally see from a parent. What do you think about Wendy, Isaiah? I thought Wendy was fun. I think that she forced herself into the show to be like a prominent character because I'm enjoying her and her uh, her confessionals are very funny. Um, you know, I I think uh, she is seeing her daughter and I think that she knows what type of you know energy her daughter can give off. So I think that yeah. she really wants to see this work because um, I think she sees that Nick is semi patient with her. Um, I just don't know. If that's a realistic outcome, and I'm sure we're going to talk about that in a second, but yeah, yeah. I like her. Yeah, so I thought Nick handled this meeting at the parents' house really well. I just felt like you know they got into the sex life and everything, oh. and he still was a trooper. Until he, he dared talk about some of his problems. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or like, he was apparently on his phone as well, or something like that. I didn't think it was that. It was like. It felt like he mentioned it on the way back and she was like blew up about that. Yeah, it seems to me like and and we do find out later, apparently for a while in the pods or whatever, she'd been talking about like how him meeting her family is like the biggest deal to her. And so like she seems like the kind of person where if it's her birthday and you dare to talk about literally anything other than her, she's gonna be like, what on my birthday? It's don't you know, it's the biggest day about me. Because the whole yeah, week is not her birthday, probably. right? It's yeah. like it seems like on the drive home, maybe he was venting about something, and she was like, "Really?" Like, and she doesn't. It, it sounds like she didn't even bring it up then. She brought it up like days later. Like, I don't. And it's not like, oh, you know, I was a little hurt that you you didn't want to talk about my family after we met them. It's like I feel like you didn't even like me at all <laughs> because <laughs> because of how you dared to talk about anything else outside of the one thing we had. And when he says like the world doesn't revolve around her, like. Yes, it that doesn't. is. Yes, <laughs> and she dares to call him narcissistic because he wants to have a thought in his head outside of her. Like, oh, oh, and I mean, don't get me wrong. Nick is no like Prince Charming. Like, I, <laughs> I you know, I thought he was, but there are a lot of things about him that no, are me no. too. But no. yeah, it's it's frustrating. So they argue about this, and and uh, uh, I, all of my comments on them are all cats, and it's a lot of girl. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I just like, found it so funny that she tried to like whisper to him while being fully mic'd, camera in yeah. their face when they were outside on that walk to say like, I feel like you don't care about me. She's just like, girl, we see that. But why are you acting like this? 
see they this couple is the entertainment of the show um because <laughs> they are very transparent um i think danielle very insecure unfortunately mm. um and she projects her securities very quickly I, I saw that at the resort seeing this outside the house she's very insecure nick first of all like i said annoying because he instigates other people's problems and talks trash about other people's relationship you can't even manage your own so get out of here um but mm. he um i don't think he knows how to handle things correctly in, in these things i think he says small things that makes these he bad walks, situations 10 he, times worse yeah he walks right into the trap every time yeah. and it's like yeah. dude you know you should have said that because that's know. Cause it's gonna cascade into a whole host of other problems they both act like children yeah mm-hmm. like the fact that yeah. she thought that there was no way on earth anything else in the world could have happened on the day that he met her family like girl you got to be kidding me and like she and the fact that she didn't even have the decency to even hold that thought back like okay maybe that's just an immature feeling but maybe i shouldn't express that to him no she tells him well she said it like you had things going on on the day you met my parents <laughs> as if like she he could control the issues that he had with his family they weren't gonna right. pop up like you dare to have issues with your family on the on the day you met my parents like right. yeah. We anybody out there watching Big Brother like a uh, rock star with her dog's birthday? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was or like I don't know. Uh, they make up, and I kind of see what they're saying, but like their big problem is that they all they do is fight and then talk about how they need to work on their communication issues, but they mm-hmm. don't. They never yeah. work on them. Like, yeah, wait, and then, they're one of the people that we, we get them in the middle of an argument and they're like make up like slightly, and then they cut off the conversation. We don't see an end of the conversation. We don't see anything. It just over the next time we see them they're fine until they get into the next fight in that segment i couldn't get over how she was standing at the door he was all the way in the kitchen so we had them like talking across the apartment (laughs) from each other i was like can you come forward so we can get y'all in the same shot because i just feel like y'all are not gonna (laughs) reconcile being 20 feet away from each other but yeah uh, they're they're so frustrating. I mean, it's yeah. like the same fight over and over and over, over mm-hmm. and over and over. Um, yeah. the the other subplot with them is like, so she's a bit younger. I think he was he said he's like thirty six and she's twenty eight yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. And I I kind of see bits of both of their sides because I feel like she's like, here's all my toys and I'm messy and uh you know my friends dance on the table and he's like here's my very extremely neat house and they're both kind of like oh yeah well hopefully the other person will change for me when we get married and not like like I think they both need to compromise and meet in the middle on this one because I think it's perfectly fine if she wants to have some fun in her life but also like you can't just expect him to want to like have people dance on his tables like maybe that's where you need to draw the line yeah, not only dance on the table, but break things. Yes. Like, oh, we, we like to have fun. So, of course, we're going to break things. What? Why? Uh, that was the most childish thing because yeah. it was about to turn into an argument, like a legit argument, because he's like, OK, so if you have friends over to my place and she's just like, OK, what's going to happen if we do break something? Why are you doing something that could break somebody else's property? Like, it's just it was so childish to even just be discussing. I was so annoyed at her for just saying that. And like you said it like it was a certain no. yeah <laughs> like, like oh yeah my friend's gonna come over and they're gonna break your stuff just be okay with it <laughs> and, no. and like i think the compromise is easy here you keep the you know rock band and you yes. get rid of the blow up instruments that you don't need like those <laughs> right. are just taking up listen, space or at least deflate them and like listen, put them if in i look box. to my right a little bit in my basement 
I can see a disemboweled rock band drum set. Okay. <laughs> so I wasn't that bad at it. I haven't played it in like six years, but it seems so like she's long. played it like in the last week, which yes. I didn't even know that you could still play a rock band like game right. without like blowing the console. It was so old. <laughs> but like, I'm not mad at her about that as much. Right. Yeah. I love rock band. I used to, like, if I play with my family, I'm on the drums. Y'all take care of everything else. But that was also 10 years ago. As yeah. a person with a lot of stuff, I do identify with the fear of like, oh no, what are they going to think about all my stuff? But then I would just be like, okay, so maybe we need to get a bigger apartment and with some extra closet space. Like the yeah. end. It'll be okay. You keep your rock band set up and maybe throw away the Dawson Creek DVDs. Her <laughs> <laughs> yeah. issue wasn't even the DVDs. It was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I could date someone who like alphabetizes their DVDs. And then he opens like, yeah. up his, he opens his closet and there's like a whole stack <laughs> of this, these DVDs. Now, if I look to my left, I will see the- <laughs> Three boxes of DVDs I need to somehow get rid of. Right. I don't have them prominently displayed in my house anymore. That was like a 2009 type of thing. Like you had a bookcase of all your DVDs. Stop outing me, Jason. I have so many DVDs. (laughs) They're not alphabetized, but they are organized by theme. Yeah, at least don't make your own toothpaste and mouthwash, Mary. No. Uh, yeah. I don't know. She was bugging me. Yeah, they definitely have different living styles and have no no idea how they would start to, I guess, merge their lives. So that that's a little that's a little concerning. Can I ask a quick question? Does it really have anything to do with those two mm-hmm. uh, Chicagoans? Uh, what's the deal with the bead game in Chicago? Why does every man have bead have bead, uh, bead bracelets on? <laughs> I thought maybe they made them in the pods because it makes no sense like that every man, <laughs> yeah, every man has them. Are they like, are they like mics? Because like on some of these shows, they like have necklaces, but I don't know why it would be on your wrist. Yeah, I had that yeah. thought. But none of the women had them, so I was like, I don't. I guess not. Like, the, I, I wasn't sure because I I do know on some of the other shows they have like those beaded necklaces that are yeah. mics, yeah. but. I don't think it was that. I just think they like maybe like Asia said they made them in the pods. And, like, <laughs> right. That's how they Bonding show time. each other. They're like they're they're down with each other. Like I, I wear my bracelet. How about you? Right. <laughs> and you know, like all of this, these are real people. Like I feel I feel bad for um, hating on this couple so much. Cause I, I was I was rooting for them in the first couple episodes. Yeah, but I think for me it's like it's just frustrating to watch people have the same conversation over and over and seem to not ever grow from it. Like, you know, I mean, they go to the cake tasting where their communication sucks because she, she always misinterprets what he says. Like at least from from how we're editing Mm -hmm. it, she'll say, you know, my biggest fear is that you, uh, like won't appreciate or like won't get flaws. And then he'll say, oh, well, you know, I just think that, like, that's something that we need to work on and stuff. And she'll be like, wow, I can't even believe that you would say that that's something we need to work on. It's like, you don't even like me. And he's like, not not what I said. Uh, She's like, if I say you need to work on it, you're insinuating there's a problem. He's like, you just said it was a problem. I know. No, it's Uh, it's like Maddie on a euphoria. I was going to say no, but why did you say no? (laughs) Yeah, and she's like, I have concerns, you know, that worry me and she's like it worries me that you even say you have concerns it's like well why don't you guys discuss the concerns and work on them danielle need to be matched with a therapist not a husband (laughs) that's what gets me like that's what she needs right before doing this whole experiment because 
I am not doubting her being insecure by any means. But this woman says in every confessional, I'm insecure. So X, Y, and Z. And I was just like, most people or people in general who say that they're insecure, it's not something that they're boasting about proudly to excuse certain actions. So it's just like, she's trying to make it like a personality trait at this point. And then you're having these meaningless arguments with your fiance. And so it just starts to just be like, it's too much. Yeah. It's a lot for me. They have the same conversation at the cake testing and the wine bar. And he ends the conversation by saying, I need you to know and like, listen to me, listen to my actual words that I love you even at your worst. And you need to believe that. But then the next time we see them when they're in the pool, which is the last time we see them uh, before the wedding, they it's like the moment where I most believe that he's actually tentative. Because like mm-hmm. he's not smiling, she's joking around, but he's not really smiling. And I feel like she she seemed okay. Uh, like she didn't bring up anything, but he was just kind of like stone faced. Maybe editing, but th- the next time we see them, and I I almost thought we were going to get the whole thing, but we didn't. Same yeah, is their yeah. wedding, and I was like, okay, maybe there's just a lot of couples, and we need to save for time. But nah, this show gotta gotta leave us with a cliffhanger. Yeah, um, it sounds like they had a conversation before the wedding where he said. Basically, I think we should say no and that, but like then probably still date or something. Cause it doesn't seem mm-hmm. like she's like a concern that they won't be together. Be together. Yeah. And at the bachelorette party, she says, like, my biggest fear is that I'll want to say yes. And then that'll be the worst part is that like we'll get married and then break up because we rushed into it. And I don't know. I almost get the feeling that maybe he was saying, like, you should say no. But if you say yes, I'll say yes. But like, we should both say no. Yeah. Um, even at the wedding, we, she's like, I, "I, if he says no, I won't even blame him." Like, I feel like that's right, no, yeah. like part of her like insecurities coming in. Like, she's saying that type, that type mm-hmm. of stuff, right? Yeah. I was just uh, I, like in the in the bachelorette party or the bachelor party and the wedding scene. Those are like the only two times we really see him being like actually maybe I'll say no. It seems like he was pretty mm-hmm. much on the yes train the whole time. Um, but yeah, we get them their wedding. Um, this is the sweatiest I've ever seen. A ever. Yeah. He is, he's like, he has a, a napkin or a towel and then he eventually oh. puts that away and he's just using his hand, like scraping yes. sweat off his face. It's so gross. It's not even that hot in Chicago, right? Listen, <laughs> you know you're like this, don't have an outdoor wedding. What are you doing? Because like the way I paused it so many times, I'm like, oh my gosh, it must have been hot out there. And I looked at everyone, I'm like, wait, they're not sweating. What is going on? yeah that had me crazy that was crazy yeah so i i mean with her saying yes and then him not reacting i don't i don't know if it's editing but him not smiling him not looking her in the eyes here's the problem i don't think she says he says yes here's the problem they want you to think that he is going to say yes i have no doubt about it after seeing the end of this episode because they are trying to sell so hard that he says no I think he's got to say yes. Just why from would, the editing itself. Why would he have a conversation with her this morning? Why would Same he have that same. conversation? I think I, I've, this whole season, I've been saying, I think they're going to say yes. I still, I'm going to be with Jason again. I still think he's going to say yes. But last season, they did the same thing. And I still thought they were going to say yes. And they didn't. So I'm like, maybe he isn't going to say yes. Right. I really feel like he is, though. Like, I don't see him or her throwing this away like it just it's is it toxic sort of but is it is it working 
yeah, it, it sort of is. So I feel like it's going to work out, but I wouldn't be shocked if they said no, because like they did the same cliffhanger last year and it, it was a no and I was shocked. So, um, yeah. Look, they want you to think that he he says no or no. They want you to think that they want you to think that he <laughs> says no. Yeah. And so he says yes. I think it's like it's like uh, like you said, like he said he texted her or talked to her, whatever, and said, I think we should both say no. But I think if she says yes, he's going to say yes. Yeah, I think he's mm. I think he's going to say yes. But I think that the reunion they will either say, yeah, we're working through some things or mm-hmm. they won't be together. Yeah. I think I, it, it I was kind of like me in the situation. Like if I was up there and my like bride said, yes, I feel mm-hmm. like I would be like obligated to say yes. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. That yeah. says no. Everybody looking at me cross-eyed. Like, <laughs> can you imagine if you're going into this, into the wedding, like you're, lo- you're on Love is Blind. You're like, okay, so you are going to respond first. Like if they, the production looks at you, mm-hmm. like you're gonna respond first. You're gonna give the answer first. I'm like, oh no! Oh, <laughs> I'm no. So I mean, I'm, I'm so gonna be the second one. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Um, like we know, like, we know, we know, 100 percent deep D's going first. Yeah, <laughs> oh for oh, sure. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. But I will also be like, orders. I feel bad for the families who probably took off work and all this stuff. Yes. Just to be there. And then if someone says no, it's like, well, I wasted my day. Thanks. Like, yeah. oh, I feel I bad like for all of Jared's friends. They took off Taco Tuesday. They had to go to his wedding or they were hungover from the night before. Uh, right. Uh, right. So anything else from them? I think we kind of <sighs> were getting, I guess. Your prediction, Jason, is yes. My prediction is yes. yes. I'm a yes, but I don't think it's going to last. I am the the most 50 neutral. Like, I'm both. Yes and no. How about that? Look at you. On the fence. We kind of talked about everything from the Bachelor and Bachelorette parties. I mean, Mm -hmm. Shane is upset. I can't tell if Shane's ever joking or if he's like... <laughs> no, I think he was, he was really upset that he could... But it he was, was like, so freaking Sal even hits a freaking baseball. It was oh, so was funny pissed. because I feel like the I feel like the producers were like, so how do you feel? Meaning, how do you feel about your wedding? And Natalie, and he's like, I mean, I'm pissed. Like, I played in college and I can't even hit the ball. Yeah. He's like, oh, dress pants. It's like, oh, Natalie, yeah, she's fine. But I mean, can you see me not hit those baseballs? And he's like, oh, but, but with Natalie, 100%, 100%. Priorities. Yeah, it's funny. Um... Uh, there's not a whole lot from these. Mostly, I was like, the girl bachelorette party on the boat looked fun. I, I mean, I don't know. Do, do you guys like the, like hitting baseballs? Or I mean, I guess that seems fine. I guess on Wrigley like, Field, like, bro-y bachelor <laughs> okay. party. Yeah, yeah I, like, I like that they got hot dogs. That part seemed fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not a baseball like, fan, but it looked cool. I guess yeah. this whole batch, like we keep we keep saying, there's a lot on the cutting room floor, but it felt like they could barely fill any content. Like one of these episodes was 49 minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was 57. Like. Like, damn, could y'all give us a little more? Everybody's fighting off screen, Jason. We can't get any concept. They're not giving it to them. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like people are gaming the system. Like, they made it. They're being sloopy. Yeah. They they, they saw the first season. Like, we're not going to be like that. We're going to keep all this stuff on camera. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I think the budget has clearly increased, though. Like, the Bachelor and Bachelorette parties in season one were like, we're just at a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. The weddings were in a conference room the first season. Yeah. Right. Get over that. Extravaganzas. Right. Like, look at DT and Shake's wedding. Yeah. Nick and Danielle should have opted for the conference room wedding, though, if he's going to be sweating that much. But (laughs) it's fine. Only because he's about to say no, y'all. Yeah. Um, Please. So. It, so that's it for these batch of episodes. All yeah. we have left is the 
finale next week. And then hopefully we're getting a reunion. Hopefully reunion. We did I'm last wondering year. with, you know, COVID if, if not, but now we'll the one thing we didn't do is a, uh, unless we covered it and I forgot, Jason, did you say you had a quote that you really liked from this episode? Oh no, I was going to use uh, the quote that Asia used for, oh. for, for uh, <laughs> shake. Yes. <laughs> oh, it was uh, so bad. So bad. Um, so bad. Uh, you know, I was I was entertained. They flew by, but I was also watching them on 1.5 speed. Mm. And my dad was like, and that guy can talk fast. Any other thoughts, Jason and Isaiah? No, I, no. you know, we'll see. <laughs> I, think I, I think I'm I think this is going to be, you know, the last episode of these shows are always going to be one of the most entertaining, most cringe inducing. Yeah. You've got someone up there that could possibly say no. Like I remember the first season when that happened. I didn't even know that it could happen. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my God. She was like, no, <laughs> I was shocked. Like jaw on the floor. Like, like I with- that was a thing. With uh, with Kenny and the the other one, when they were like saying no, that was shocking. When Jessica like laughed her way out of the room, was like, oh, no, let's <laughs> try. Right, a runaway bride. I feel like they tried to sell us on there's going to be another runaway bride this this season. No, I don't think so. Yeah, they tried I to sell that with Diana at first, but no, even for the wedding. No, yeah. I don't believe yeah. it. I, right. Yeah, in the coming attractions, we know there's going to be a fight with Shane and Natalie. So exciting about that. Uh, Sal appears to have some concerns out of nowhere. Yeah, and then, Mallory's scared. Yeah, nothing from Deep D and Shake, except that they're really awesome looking weddings. So I'm yeah. assuming yeah. that one's a good to go. Okay. Watch that one be the mess. No one ever right. expected. Oh, that would be the biggest blind side. Crazy. Yeah. Biggest I'm oh my gosh, what if Shake goes first? He says yes. And Deep D says no. <laughs> I'd oh. be screaming in my house, like, oh, get I would be like, get it, girl. Right. You know yeah. your worth. Right. <laughs> Don't over this yes, bottle. Sis. <laughs> Dead. Well, thank you so much, Jason and Isaiah for joining us. We had a great time. Yeah, you um, had to come over here and see what you were doing over here. On the other side <laughs> <laughs> Jason, where can people find you? Uh, I'm on Twitter at J-A-Y-R-1085. Come check me out and I'll be letting everybody know all the things I'm doing. Nice. Isaiah, where can people find you? Find me on all socials at 8BallBangers, literally with the number 8 and then Ball Bangers. Um, you can hear me on the Nothing But Netflix pod with Chappelle and Rob. We talked about the genius uh, Kanye documentary. That was cool. Um, and you can also find me at Silent Podcast. We talked about like animations, reality TV, scripted TV, all that fun stuff. So, yeah. Nice. And my awesome co-host, Mary, where can people find you? Uh, thank you. Yeah, you can find me everywhere at Frail Mary and um covering, you know, all the celebrity Big Brother stuff right now. So check that out. Thank you again, Isaiah and Jason, so much for coming on and uh, Asia for taking over the hosting gig while I'm recovering. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, I, I can't imagine. I'm watching your Instagram stories and I just was like, oh my gosh, how I can barely run two miles without just being my body <laughs> flopping over. So, um, yeah, everybody, you can follow me on Twitter at Asia Like Asia, A Y S H A Like A S I A. Uh, you can catch me podcasting about Married at First Sight weekly with Jason. That is on this very feed where you found this podcast, the Love uh, at First Sight feed. And yeah, well, every, anything else that I'll be up to, you can follow me on Twitter and I will be tweeting about it there. Um, but yeah, thank you all for listening and sticking with us throughout this. And we will see you all next week. Bye. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.